2: Today on the ZabeCast, a very special Mobile Strike Studio edition from the driveway of Mr. X. We pack the over/under guru himself in with his sons X2, X3, and X4, and talk about what it was like growing up X. All that plus deeps on the NBA return and the five-hour Energy Dome might just have a new sponsor. Your daily Kickstarter of uncensored me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go!
0: <laughs> Here we go!
2: Wednesday, June 17, 2020. Thank you for joining me. We will forego the ritualistic Grover, are we near or far bit. Because honestly, we know they're far. It doesn't matter. There is no near Grover. It is only far. More on that in just a bit with Mr. X and his sons. Before we get going, though, Shams Charania excellent reporter for The Athletic, sort of the junior Jedi to one Adrian Wojnarowski, has the deets on the NBA's return in Orlando on the bubble. Let's start with this. NBA players have been notified that any player who chooses not to play in the resumed season must notify his team by June 24th. Also, any player who exercises this right will not be disciplined. Good deal for them. Furthermore, they say that there'll be two categories of players who will not have their salary reduced if they don't play. Protected players and excused players. Those who are deemed to be at a higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19, according to the team or experts. Now, pay docking. A player that chooses not to play will have his compensation reduced by one ninety two point six for each game missed. So in other words, about a 1% pay cut. Oh my God, wow. 10 grand per million made. Would you take a 1% pay cut to stay home? I'm now thinking the NBA might have trouble Fielding teams, complete teams, if there's no discipline, you only get a 1% pay cut. I mean, half these cats on the teams that are included beyond the top 16, the other six teams, the scrubs, they fucking know there's no chance on winning a title. They're not going to show up to Orlando. Oh, you want to show up and go through all these restrictions, which wait till you hear some of them. Or do you want to take a 1% pay cut, stay home and chill, and maybe, maybe flex on the whole social justice thing by saying, I'm not playing, doesn't feel right. Man, what a deal for NBA players. The NBA has also said any players who leave the Orlando bubble without prior approval will be subject to a 10 to 14 day self-quarantine, 10 days minimum in your room, a reduction in compensation for games missed, big deal, and enhanced testing, deep nasal swab. You'd think if players left the campus, they could come back and go, all right, I'm back, give me a test. Boom, negative, great, I'm out. Or I'm in, let's go. But no, they're going to punish the shit out of you you if you leave the bubble. Then there's the schedule. Then there's the NBA informing all 30 teams That they would use as a central goal of a season restart to utilize the NBA's platform to bring attention and sustained action to issues of social justice, including combating systemic racism, expanding educational and economic opportunities across the black community, enacting meaningful police and criminal justice reform, and promoting greater civic engagement. Whew! We are in discussions with the Players Association to develop a comprehensive strategy on how the NBA's teams, and players can best address these important social issues. So they've said, look, we're going to make it a woke festival when the balls start bouncing. This, of course, I think in response to, uh, not Patrick Beverly, but uh, a Laker player who said, I'm not Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley's like, yeah I don't know about this man either you're with us or you're you're against us we want to see the corporate he didn't say corporate but we want to see something along the line it's basically like hey how about money from either teams or sponsors or who knows else which hey as they say shoot your shot right if you're if you're a company that advertises with the NBA you make a major seven figure or larger investment in the league and now it's like, yeah, hey, man, what money are you going to donate to these causes in addition to show that you're not against us? Hey, we're sponsoring your league. What what makes you think we're against you? Yeah, well, how about money? (laughs) Company A is like, we already give to various causes? Didn't know this was a, how much do you need? 50 grand? Oh, oh, Ryan's with Iliant. Oh, yeah. So the league is going to have to head that off at the pass, which is players basically freelancing and saying, hey, man, I ain't playing Sun City. You got to be old enough to know that reference. I ain't playing Sun City if there's not some corporate and or league dollars going to this, that, and the other. Like I said, hey, shoot your shot, right? Hotels. This, this is the one we want to know. NBA teams... At Disney hotel's based on seating. The lowest level, Yacht Club. I have no idea if that's any good. Blazers, Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Suns, Wizards. Grand Floridian. Thunder, Sixers, Rockets, Pacers, Mavericks, Nets, Grizzlies, Magic. And the Grandestino. I guess that's the best. Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, and the Heat. Then there's this. Oh, uh, amenities: Players Only Lounge, NBA 2K Games, TVs, Gaming Pools, Trails, Barbers, Manicurists, Pedicurists, 24 Hour VIP Concierge, Daily Entertainment, Movie Screenings, DJ Sets, Video Games, Ping Pong, Pool, Lawn Games. Players can also attend other games, which would be kind of cool to see them sitting in the stands. God damn, that sounds like fun. Does it sound like fun to you? If you're an average American not making twenty million a year, ten million a year, five million a year. Then there is this. Inside the NBA bubble in Orlando, players will have the option to wear a proximity alarm that will notify a player if he spends more than five seconds within six feet of another person on campus who is also wearing an alarm. Boop, 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 boop. You, you were five seconds within six feet of me. No, I wasn't. I was four seconds, and I was seven feet away from you. This fucking alarm doesn't work. You don't have to wear it. It's an option, so you could be roaming around with other. They're going to be testing these guys and quarantining them, and alarms? Holy fucking overkill, Batman. Are you kidding me? But hey, I guess whatever makes the players feel comfortable and safe. Interesting times. We'll see how it plays out. All right. I had a rare chance to pile in Mr. X, X2, X3, and X4, the sons of X. X1 is out of college off on his own, but the other three boys joined me in the Mobile Strike studio to talk growing up X, the baseball dispute, and a whole lot more. Here's how it went. Do
3: it again.
4: Has, okay. any- has anyone ever liked the sound of their own voice?
2: Whoa. Whoa. Listen to going. that. We are live in the Mobile Strike Studio with the entire generation of the X-Clan. X, Mr. X with X2, Tyler, graduate of James Madison, Tyler with his Red Sox jersey. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? All right. X3, Ryan, who's going to CNU, where my daughter's going to be going. You're a junior there and a legend, according to your dad so far. Now, that's his older uh, brother.
5: That would be the older brother. Which
2: I'm, one? Closer to the mic there.
5: Uh, that would be X1's a legend there. I'm a legend by association
2: there. By association. Okay. And then Andrew is X4, and you are just graduating. Uh, no, you're going to Virginia Tech. Yeah. You yeah. just graduated. You're yeah, going gra- to Virginia Tech. I just Tech.
6: graduated high school and am going to Virginia Tech next year. Yeah.
2: So, the first question I have for the ex-disciples, is it funny how much this tiny bit of fame has gone to your dad's head? <laughs> Should I leave right now? let's start with that. First, How much does your dad be like, oh, I'm on the podcast this week, boys, step aside? <laughs> uh, that's, that's a tough, that's a good first question. Uh,
4: only a little bit. Okay. Like, he'll only like sometimes be like really like hey everyone needs to be quiet i'm going upstairs to record and then i'll go through the whole house and like i'm in my room i was gonna be quiet anyway but he'll make he'll make sure everyone in the house knows when he's about to go on but other
2: than that it's not too much
5: yeah it's i'm gonna be on the podcast and like i guess did i remind you guys i'm on a podcast
2: does he brag about his tout service which is really not a tout service but it is kind of you know did you know the uh, mr x special uh, baseball baseball unders which by the way killed you this year We'll talk about baseball in a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go 4-0 and if there's no season. Can't lose. Can't <laughs> <laughs> well, can't lose, but, I mean, come on. We'll see. This was an 82% sure thing. Will you release shortened season totals if they play a shortened season? Plan to. You Plan do? Plan to. Sure, okay. why not? Shorter right. window to win. All right, very Doesn't good. Doesn't take as long to get it home. Which one of the ex-disciples has not woken up this early? And it's only 11.45. It's only noon, actually. Andrew? You're-
3: oh, definitely X ex
2: Okay, yeah. you're X4. You were the one that apparently your dad said as soon as the teachers this year in high school said that the grades are optional. Oh yeah, I didn't. The work didn't is optional, right? You said school's optional. You said hell no, I'm <laughs> not doing it, and don't wake me up until noon. Oh yeah, or maybe two. Yeah, two. I'll take I'll take at <laughs> least at two. least. Two. Oh, it's, he's on the five a.m. to four p.m. shift. Well, how's it going to be at Virginia Tech, Tyler or Andrew? How's it going to be there? Uh,
6: I, I might go back to, like, you know, being normal, but, or normal for our standards.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. So, Mr. X, where do you want to begin today? Well, by or- the way,
3: let me just, it's easy to, people say, why do you let them sleep so late? Why do you this and that? These two can't get up. What am I going to do? Ground them? The governor grounded them. <laughs> I mean, I can't, what are you going to do? It's right. Oh, I'm going to take away the money? They got nothing to spend it on. Right.
2: I, I'm, I'm, I'm helpless. Yeah, you basically are. Yeah. So, let's talk baseball. Monday mm. was a spectacular shit show for the game of baseball, wasn't it? Back and forth. I, I think the season's dead. But what do I know? What do you think, Mr. X?
3: There would be nothing that would surprise me if they do the usual last-minute quick deal. Because both sides have a lot to gain. However, and, and he's, I don't want these guys arguing with me on this one, but the bottom line is... No, I do is, want
2: them arguing. If Dad's <laughs> full of shit, just say so. It's a podcast. The bottom
3: line is... I ran numbers on this the other day because most people are either on the players or on their owner's side before anything happens. They just right. always come down on the same side. They don't even care what the issue is. I look at each one individually, and when I kind of made a, my own little uh, ledger of expenses. And I came up with each team, if they go with, they drop their fans from 30000 to 5000 they lose almost $2.4 million a game.
2: Per game. Yeah. Times 81. Times 81. Home game. Quick, which one of the ex-disciples can do that math? Go. Uh, More than than four times (laughs) 81. More than four. More than four. (laughs) Four It's a a shitload of money is what it is. So when
3: they take and say, oh, let's open the game because America wants it, we just won't have fans. What guy in his right mind says, oh, I want to own that business and I want to drop $2.5 million per game off my revenue?
2: That is nobody, a new, new nobody model, nobody and, and, but
3: the players want to keep themselves yeah. whole, right. and that's well, ludicrous.
2: But here's the thing. Is there not something to be said for, hey, baseball owners, you didn't buy a hedge fund with fungo bats. You bought an American institution. Suck it up for one fucking year. Am I right about that, X2? <laughs>
4: yeah, I'll stay out of this mostly because we vastly disagree on this, but uh, yeah. No, get I, in there. I mean, it kinda comes down to like as the employee it's not your duty to like fix your employer's the issues. owner's yeah.
2: bad business environment. Yeah, as I as I say, like when you make
4: a when you sign a contract as a player, if like you can't like you can't renegotiate it if you start playing poorly, you can't renegotiate the deal now that you're not making as much money. Right. The same the same how about, token how manages. about
2: some manufacturing company that yeah. has supply chain problems? because of some other thing that happened in the faraway world and they're losing 30% this year. Are they going to go to a worker saying they oh, got to take a pay cut because we had supply chain problems? Yeah. This is a supply chain problem, Mr. Alex. No,
3: the difference is the day that you say just go ahead and play this new game without fans and lose $100 million this year is the day I say, okay, you know what? We can't put safe protocols in place. I'm afraid we're going to have to cancel.
2: Well, that's so if you the, won't work with me, that's where I'm going. That's the dance that's going to happen. Yeah.
3: It also comes I down guess, to which is
2: why the season is is dead and it's m- dead.
3: and you know what with the um, dying
2: Bill Gates <laughs> I don't mean the sport I mean no. this season you think the season's still alive on life support I
4: think it's still alive it's looked better it's not dead but it's dying it okay. needs needs CPR uh, it com- it comes down to that. The owners are super incentivized to just play playoff games. They would sure. run out right now and play at 85 playoff game series to save money, and the players would play, you know, like a Premier League style, just all regular season games they could. So, right, there's just maybe I'm just naive and young, but I just feel like there's so much to lose well, by. You are, not. but that's okay. Like, there's so yeah, yeah. much to
2: lose by not that when they you're have young, it's supposed find. to be naive. Yeah. Yeah. That's same, the wonderful years, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, age will grizzle you. See that guy to your left. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's that's what you're looking at in yeah. 20 years. What do you got, Ryan? Not 20, 30, 50. Ryan, what do you got on this situation, my man?
5: Well, so for me personally, I think that the whoops, the business aspect, I think it's probably not going to be as much of a loss as my uh, my father here believes it's going to be. Because I've been thinking about, uh, granted I don't know the entire logistics of it, but when you think about how much more they're going to make in TV money when there's nothing else to watch nowadays except for Major League Baseball.
2: I don't know if they're going to make more in TV well, with, money.
5: I don't know exactly how it works, but I was thinking young and like— naive. <laughs> It's not young and naive. It's young, and I don't know how TV
2: money did works. You, uh, did you run your own ledger like Mr. X did, yeah. where uh, he counted every hot dog and every parking pass? Well, no, unlike <laughs> you my dad. Your, I, 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 I ran really a ledger. It's $2.5 uh, What Can I see that ledger? Do you have it anywhere? I can, but you wouldn't follow the math. <laughs> you know it. It would confuse me and scare me, but yeah, I understand <laughs>
3: that. You know, the other thing, everybody thinks when you're rich, is Bill Gates is rich. Is he supposed to give away computers at a loss? He's not going to, and nor are these owners. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you want to lose money. That just
2: is, But it's a one-year loss. It's a, it's a loss.
3: It is. Can I tell, imagine if I told you, hey, next year on the radio, we're going to just have you work at a loss. But it's only for a year.
2: Yeah, but I'm an employee. I'm not an owner. Well, okay. Business you owners, own the podcast. They, you, <laughs> right, but you own a physical company that appreciates and grows over time and everything else. Look, it's a fair argument. I, I don't know. There's, there's arguments on both sides. But the real issue is the players have been bristling at the owners for a while now. It all started with the Machado and Harper winter of crickets, where they were available in their prime, and everyone's like, "No, we're good, right?" Yeah, well, they've been doing this forever. They no, they haven't. They used to spend on guys like that. They used to right. splurge on guys like that.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's it, you know we don't. It's always a matter of everybody has a
2: price. It's a hard call
3: for those of us that sit back and say, "Spend this, spend that, spend this."
2: You know, Who knows? Do you know how easy it is, though, for some players to not even play this year? Sure. Do you know that don't want to? A sure. number of players have been advanced two hundred and forty grand as per the agreement, and they were only going to make a million or less, so they'd be playing for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's not hey, hard not... for them to sit out or play one game and go, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my arm, it's broken." Yeah, Rodney. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Do you still want a season? Sure. Wouldn't you'll I? take yeah. it it's yeah. tv you'll take it well the Definitely. longer we don't play the longer we get to keep saying the nats
4: are defending champions so that's <laughs> the only other aspect to this like if they don't play for a full year we've been champs for two years three you know if they don't play for till 2021 we're still champs well, so just, just like virginia
5: yeah. i mean i want to see a season because i need something to watch on tv <laughs> nowadays
2: <laughs> it's brutal isn't it, it is
5: i can't keep watching the same shows on netflix over and over like i'm running out of things
2: to watch yeah you've pretty much watched everything All three of you boys play sports, right? Oh, yeah. What is the the sport of choice? What is the best sport amongst the boys?
3: Wow, they're all different. I mean, the oldest member, I must say. Next two,
2: Tyler, what was your sport? Is Uh, your sport?
3: It's probably still basketball.
2: Hoops, a little bit of baseball?
3: Uh, Baseball, too,
4: a little bit.
2: Okay. Uh, Basketball, baseball. Ryan, what about you?
4: Oh, definitely baseball. I'm horrible at
5: basketball.
2: Okay, what about you, Andrew?
6: Uh, Mostly hoops and and a little bit of baseball too hoops and a
2: little bit of baseball.
6: Okay, yeah.
3: and X one when you said they're all here, X one. who's you're right. no, uh, you're Off right. the off the off on his own now. Barely. He was uh, he was an ultimate frisbee dude. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
2: Speaking to the all the ex disciples, do you think your dad and your mom were pitching for a girl and just kept hitting, hitting boy, 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 boy? I they don't usually know if my say dad they. Was. They
3: usually say they got one. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> oh, the, well. The don't rumor take was that shit, Andrew. The rumor was Pup that they ass. thought
4: my mom thought during like the pre-screening, however that stuff works, that they thought Andrew was going to be a girl at first, which we have turned that story into like legend. Yeah, we, like story is like they thought it might he might be a girl, but which we've turned into like oh they bought like pink clothes and they did all of this and all <laughs> the tests came back. So by the time we're done with that story, yeah, we've. Wrong All right, thing. seriously, Andrew.
2: Take seriously, is is <laughs> you it tough, could. Andrew, growing up as the fourth of four boys? I mean, come on. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. It's, it's, yeah, pretty obvious. You're shaking your head, no, well, uh, Tyler. As well, why? Because you think he gets the preferential treatment?
4: Well, my dad was the youngest of his family, and so was my mom. Really? There's a yeah. huge bias in our family towards the youngest. The youngest of three. My mom's the youngest of three. <sighs> You see how the trend goes here? Fake news.
2: Have, there, have <laughs> Fake news. I mean, ha, has there been preferential treatment over the years?
4: I think, I think Ryan so. and I would say that the oldest and youngest get it the easiest. Yeah. I would
3: agree. Always, oh, yeah. Everybody creator. thinks the other guy's winning. We know the drill here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Grass What's, looks greener on the other side of the fence. Yeah. So. There you
2: go. I want to talk about the dark art of point spreads because I understand from your old man <laughs> that you guys have been learning at the feet of the master. And maybe even think you are a sharper tout than your old man. Talk to me. Uh, well... It's- <laughs> oh, ho, ho! shots fired from the back! <laughs> Not saying
4: much. It's funny growing up, we were talking... My dad and I were talking about this last night. Like, I didn't really... I didn't know this whole, like... X world existed till like two, three, maybe four years ago. Oh, really? Didn't know this. I never this part of uh you know my father. I didn't didn't know existed at all. But I remember growing up as a kid. <laughs> like now, I can put it, look back in the rearview mirror, and see like I definitely remember moments like watching one night football game and being like, "Why does my dad care?" that the Jets just cut the lead from 17 to 14, and being like, Dad, like, you, why did you cheer for the Jets last week, and this week you're cheering for them to lose? and never understanding that. You, and now on the other side, I'm like, okay. Uh, you
2: get it now. Gotcha. You noticed your old man rooting for games harder than anyone really should. Or cheering for, like, you know, wh- like, why does My favorite
4: team care? changed yeah. a little bit. Why does he care <laughs> that this team's it. now up 14 rather than 17? And be like, okay.
5: It was amazing how many times we would rush home from our own, like, basketball games to see some uh, random browns Bengals game that we didn't think mattered at all
3: <laughs> dad why didn't you call timeout in the fourth quarter oh, i was my, in a hurry i
5: genuinely believe <laughs> yeah because he coached a lot
2: of your teams right i genuinely all, all believe of
5: in my basketball games that he called maybe four timeouts during the redskins season the entire time <laughs> I gotta keep the clock.
6: Moving.
2: Let's go. He's like, Let's They're go, on at one. We, we have to go. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, do you ever find your dad curled up crying in the living room after a bad beat? Like, what's the matter, Dad? No. no. Yeah. Took no, it like a man, huh? He he shielded. He shielded any bad losses. From the kids, there were no bad losses. Was there ever was there ever any uh, what uh, my dad would like to call spiritual Christmases without very many presents mm. because <laughs> the old man had a bad year. You know, but
4: I don't can't speak well on this, but I would love to see some research go through on this. We could go through some some uh, some bet history and then go through Christmases. I'd love to see like a uh,
2: yeah okay. Would, okay.
3: That's definitely the, a point of inquiry now. The six chairs downstairs right yeah. after the Giants won the World Series.
2: Yep. All right, you brought some stuff with you. I'm going to let you go ahead oh, and they would, uh, get yeah. us into some stuff here. I've kind of exhausted what I want to talk about, oh, okay. but I know you guys have a lot. And I know you guys are big basketball fans, so I'm sure you got some thoughts about the NBA restart and whatnot.
3: Well, they were actually thinking of they wanted to get into uh, their best and worst moments
2: of uh, playing sports as kids. We can do that. Oh, yeah. All right. Who wants to go? All right, let's start with the youngest in the back. Andrew, go ahead. Uh, Best and worst moment. Oh, he's freezing! Look at it. he's choking under pressure. Do <laughs> you need to? You oh, need to pass it. Well, you oh, yeah, you want to go, last. You,
3: you no, you you go cla- last? you claim you are. You have one record that no other kid has in Little League majors. Oh
6: yes, I am in fact the only kid in the history of Little League to bat last on their dad's team. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, I, you have to be really some sort of bat to bat last he, on your dad's team. And he
3: might be right because when he first said that to me, I realized that first of all, most majors coaches' kids are. Good ball players, yeah. And if they're not, they think they are. Yeah. So I was one of the few that, when his first year up, he was playing Did with his older brothers. And yeah, but he batted last. But here,
2: here, Andrew isn't now. <laughs> he was a the, late bloomer. Isn't the nine spot the pre leadoff spot? And don't doesn't didn't Larusa invent batting the pitcher eighth? Well, yeah. Right. I was twelfth. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean...
6: We batted uh, all 12. He, yep. The only reason he did it is because he wanted to cover the spread.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's a, little a little tough bit. one. Well, you do own that record, which is nice. Okay, Tyler, what about you? I'm sorry, Tyler. Uh, Ryan, you go, go. first. Uh, oh, Ryan wants yeah. to go first. Yeah. Okay.
5: Um I distinctly remember uh, on my 12th birthday, my dad decided ah. to let me pitch one day in a League game and decided that the Nats were on at three and the game was going too long, so he pulled me in the second inning with a low pitch count because he wanted to get home and watch a nats game
2: <laughs> wow and uh, you were confused like why are you pitching me well pulling me from the game i'm i mean hot i got a lot of pitches left
5: i mean the bases were loaded but we were up like six so like all right. a little yeah. bit of both there okay
2: all right there's that <laughs> yeah all right tyler
4: i mean I have mostly, like, almost completely all fond memories, like of my dad coaching my teams growing up. But no one wants to hear about those; those no, are boring and lame. Like no,
2: let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. yeah.
4: So we, could, so going on the the other five percent of it, um, or less even. I just have like a fond memory or of. Or less. Uh, I have so memory strange. of uh, pitching one game in a little league and early in the not season. Not the one hit shutout. And I threw a complete game one hit shutout, and I don't think I and I and I got shelved the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> That was his last start. That was my last start of the why? year. Why? Well,
3: actually, and I don't know if you remember this, but what was bad is, you know, the no-hitter um, mystique or what do you call it, superstitions. And after five innings, we're up 2 nothing, and he's got, a, he's got a no-hitter going. So in the sixth inning, you know, without saying anything to anyone, I talked to the three outfielders in the last inning because you don't want to lose it on some cheap flair. So I brought them all in eight steps. Don't tell them why. I just bring them in eight steps. Because okay. we're not letting a flare and a no-hitter. Right. They haven't hit the ball hard all day. If a
2: rocket goes over yeah. someone's head so bad. It hasn't
3: been one yet, so yeah. let's play. Sure enough, one out in the last inning, kid hits a routine fly ball to left field, which goes over the guy's head because I brought him in so far. Oh,
2: no. I didn't hear the end of that one for a long time. Why did time. you shelve him, though, for the rest of the year?
3: <laughs> well, first of all, it was late in the year. I don't
2: know. He recalls differently. <laughs>
3: Uh, what he recalls is that right after that we went into a tournament where we had a really, really long run in um in the Little League tourney. Our longest run that we ever had. And he was probably our third best pitcher on that team, but I never got him an inning in the whole tournament. So that's the one he doesn't let me yeah.
4: forget. Which I'm no like math expert, but I think at least six or seven kids pitched, <laughs> and I was third. I think don't it. know the numbers on that.
2: do but. you Do you think... That dad went out of the way to show he was not a typical father coach that favored his yeah, own kid. Yeah, absolutely.
3: No, one hundred percent. Huh?
2: No,
5: in a good way. way. Yeah, okay. I would definitely say it. I can never say that. Uh, like, I played shortstop or Tyler over here pitched because our dad was the coach. It was, our dad coached us well that we could like earn a spot to like okay. play and have it? But he was always really good about getting everyone a turn during the regular season. So that you wouldn't have complaining parents, but also yeah. so that everyone got better. Right. And then once it came playoff turn time, tournament time, turn time <laughs> throw the best kids, play everyone at the best position. But I remember I, as like a 13-year-old in majors, was playing right field every once in a while because little Johnny needed to play shortstop once. And we watched six balls go wow, between his legs, but he's going to get his wow. in short.
2: You can play majors in Little League at 13?
5: I, I had the perfect birthday, May 1st, so I was league age 12. I was literally the oldest kid in majors.
2: Wow. Yeah. Did you dominate? Nah. <laughs> we, won, we, won. we won the <laughs> championship that we, did. we We come did win. On, we come on, Danny <laughs> Almonte. you got to take advantage of that extra year, you know, the early of starts of puberty. But see, the re-
3: the reason he didn't pitch yeah. in that tournament was because, don't listen to this, but he was actually one of the best 12-year-old catchers. He oh. could... He could set up hitters and and
2: Catch was a key position he, he not Lake.
3: only uh, uh was a good catcher but he actually helped the pitchers all become way better so i didn't have the ability to pull him from that position to pitch now, i'll never forget that first year of that tournament game big kid on a, the predominantly team that wins every year first inning men on two outs and we throw two outside pitches, get him in the hole, and then I call for a pitch up and in on his hands because I don't want this big kid to hit one in the woods, which he does all the time. Tyler Woods is bad, home run. Tyler throws a pitch down and has him throw a pitch down and away, called strike three inning over, first inning of the tournament. He comes to the bench. I call him over the side, and I said, don't shake me off again. I remember don't, a little more in well, uh, but okay. Don't shake me off again, at which point he says, dad, a pitch was six inches outside. That ump is giving us a zone that's crazy. He couldn't hit that with a paddle. So, okay, he walks away. The assistant coach walks down to me, pulls me over the side and goes, what do you think we'll just let him call the rest of the game?
2: <laughs> so I did. <laughs> From funny.
3: that ter- rest of the tournament, I didn't do anything. I let him do it. That's, so. good. that's good. why
2: he didn't pitch. I like that. Uh, I'm going to edit this out. Turn up the air conditioning. Just in the left-hand dial, there you go, crank it all the way up. There we go. We get a little bit more air flowing through here. Hey, I got one
3: for you though. This is good. They, since these two, the oldest two, always often played together. Oh, youngest two played together a little bit, but these two were three grades apart, so they never played together. Oh, I know. Until high school, <laughs> late high school, last he was about to graduate. Okay, he's a freshman. Okay, it, uh, they finally played together on a spring uh, basketball team. Ryan. All right. So
5: I remember Tyler here caught the ball on the block, and my man who was guarding him on the three-point line, cuts down to go guard Tyler and double-team him.
0: And Triple I'm just team.
5: calling for the ball, screaming like, I'm open, I'm ball, open. Ball, ball, ball. Tyler looks at me, shakes his head, turns, fades away, and knocks down the jumper. <laughs> After the game, I'm like, Tyler, I was, I was open, why would you pass? And he goes, Ryan, they could put a third player on me, and I'm still more open than you are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we had the to brawn. Yeah. But it hurt a little bit. Yeah, I
2: was going to say. Now, you got a driveway hoop here, right? Oh, yeah. And you guys would play in the driveway. you ever have any big drive?
1: Hear that? Is that America cheering
2: or a sausage
1: patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app mobile order and pay available at participating mcdonald's mcd app download and registration required
0: for the ones going above and beyond for the ones reaching out helping out and lending a hand for the ones people count on you can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry backed by 24 7 customer support and specialists to help with hard to find products because you've got everyone's back we've got yours Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: Driveway games here. It's not a big driveway. See, can you see the garage? There's nothing
3: but dents in uh, that door because so they body check. We play. We play. Uh, we hockey play like rules. hockey
6: rules. So if yeah. you go near the garage, you're free deck. Into <laughs> <the> ho-
2: <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much all checking oh, yeah. down oh, yes. low. No, pretty Okay.
6: There's, there's no fouls.
2: Did you take on any neighborhood kids?
3: Yeah, we grew up in a yeah. good neighborhood. There's a lot of boys in this neighborhood.
2: That's good. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. You know, I'm glad to hear that because I'm afraid it's becoming more and more of a lost generational thing. I know you guys are big into video games. I'm sure. Oh, no, and and yeah, no, and never. Okay. And you know, your phone and social media and all the digital stuff. But good old fashioned outdoor recreation in suburbia, nothing like it.
3: You know what the video games ruin for me what? is. I mean, I don't play them. But the stories of who used to be great are gone because I'll say so and so, and they're like, no, not because of the, the old timer games. So they'll uh, go, oh, he's no good. He's an, only an 86 shooter. Right. And I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> so all of a sudden, Everyone they think that the ratings old guys better or than their I NBA do. 2K yeah. ratings, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. So suddenly, I don't know anything because they're all rated, you know, so they go by the Madden ratings. Yeah, Dennis, like that.
2: Jo- Dennis Johnson, his jumper is only rated yeah. a 56. He's stunk. Exactly. It's like, no, he and was. Who's, the, that,
3: who's that dude that you guys say is the best video game player? The big guy from Portland? Sabonis. Oh, yeah.
6: How? How? Ar- Arvias Sabonis is the best center in 2K. I'll stand by the it. Best video game he
2: player. He's the best created avatar. He, oh, he yeah. Has, he himself just, doesn't play. Oh, no, no.
6: no. Yeah, it's just because he's 7'3 and can shoot three pointers.
2: Really? Oh, yeah. Better than Dirk?
6: Oh, I mean.
2: Better than KD?
6: Oh, Katie's the best. Katie's probably the best. Okay, but given but the Sabone matchup is. that he plays center and okay. knocks down
3: threes all day, and, and I am like, he can't shoot. And they're like, Dad, he's ninety-eight or whatever it is. I don't know. So
2: speaking of, speaking of shooting, I mean, how about the fact that Robin Lopez has become a three-point shooter, basically, yeah. out of nothing?
4: I, I've been on this theory for a while. I think we're gonna one day live in an NBA where like every player is gonna be like six, seven, or taller. Maybe not like super soon. Every player is gonna be shooting three pointers from thirty, forty feet, like as people get progressively better and bigger like we're going to live in an NBA where like every point guard is 6-7 and every center can shoot from 40 feet one day yeah it's i agree
5: it it's going to get to a point where if you're going to be someone like 6-5 or shorter you have to be Steph Curry to be that much better of a shooter than some big man that can also stretch the floor to be like viable in like 15 or so years
2: what i think is amazing is that today's shooters they stroke it from 30 it's not a heave yeah. Oh yeah, and not only would players in the '80s, Mister X, not throw it up from 30—that was considered insane—but it was more of a heave. It was more really? of a of a push. Yeah. Now, the guys, time- rise up and just fire and stroke yeah. from super deep. It's a development of shooting. Like the art of shooting has evolved, and the players today are. Way better than the old timers. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, well, but to he's gonna get, <laughs> he's gonna be sick tonight. I know. That he just said that. I'm I'm an oh, old head had. who well, doesn't believe the old timers re- are better than the new guys.
4: The uh the first like week or so of quarantine, uh, I caught my dad like youtubing up uh, old yeah. uh like games, and they were or CBS was playing like old games, and he rewatched like the '74
2: NC, NC State game. Crushed Halfway me. Through, so stuff I a legend, 104, <laughs> 102, or something where, like that?
3: Where the legendary leaper David Thompson was catching some passes almost at the rim and laying them yeah. in. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. Happened to the, the game, he oh. was like,
4: you know, they weren't as athletic as I remember them being. And <laughs> I was like, no, you're. John no Lucas is dribbling. You,
3: you said that? Yeah, it was horrible. They were, David Thompson could barely get to the rim, and he was the supposedly the highest ever. flyer and, ever. They'd say,
2: take a quarter off the top of the backboard, yeah. leave two dimes and a nickel, and lay it in because you couldn't dunk. Yeah.
3: But John Lucas, the number one pick in the draft, is didn't, the ball didn't touch his right hand the whole game.
2: It's crazy. He's dribbling around. him like, they look, they look terrible. How about the fact that boys, once upon a time, he couldn't dunk, and there were ties in college football. Man,
4: what a lame world.
2: Dumbass shit <laughs> they used they to no do in sports. Work. And no what?
4: No three points. And no yeah. three point, arc. and no
2: three point line, and no shot clock. I always either.
4: love looking back at the old games, and you see the three point line that like intersects the free throw line. Yeah. That you was the first.
2: That was the first year yeah. in '85, yeah. I believe. And it's yeah. like a 14 foot
3: pull up. Is that three well? <laughs> I think it was
2: 17 feet because the yeah. top of the key Just is inside. 19. Yep. Uh, that was so, the ACC. Yeah.
3: And how about what's worse is watching when I was in school watching get, watching us beat NC State 38 37 because they'd hold the ball all day. Yeah. Oh my god, that was boring.
2: So. When it comes to sports nowadays, what is your go-to sport, each of you guys? Starting with you, Tyler, what's the watch sport the you want to watch the most? Watching, not playing, watching.
4: I mean, it's still got to be the NFL.
6: NFL's
2: okay. still king. But NFL's king. Andrew, I've, what about you?
4: I'll take the NBA.
2: I'm You're an NBA guy. A huge okay. NBA guy. You're wearing a Sixers jersey right now. Whose Sixers jersey uh, is that?
5: Iverson. None other than Allen Iverson. <laughs> the
2: the M- great AI.
5: Which is my Iverson jersey. <laughs>
2: Really? Yeah. He's borrowing it from you. You were in a Nats jersey, Yeah. Ryan, so tell me what's your favorite sport.
5: Uh, in person, there's nothing better than being at a baseball ballpark. I stand by that. On TV, it loses a bit of the touch, and I would go with the NFL, like Tyler over here. Okay. But in person, nothing beats baseball.
3: Okay. Now, the other thing you asked me about was what was it like and how do they compete versus each other? Yeah. I was thinking just a minute ago about what they do... The way they've invented their own rules for, for winners and losers. Example, two years ago, they show up in Maine at midnight. I was already up there. Oh. First thing they do is go out to the boathouse to play poker till, <laughs> till dawn. But there's no money. Yeah. Yeah, they they want to play for money, Chips. but I, I won't let them because it's all mine anyway. So <laughs> what the hell good is that are <laughs> just
2: moving it from one yeah. column to the other.
3: So there's no real incentive. As you know, you've got to have a reason to play the game. So what they do is, like, for example, <clears throat> that first night, Whoever comes in last place, the winner at any point during the vacation can say, now would be the right time, and that person has to run immediately fully clothed and jump into the lake. Oh, God. Freezing. (laughs) So, for example, I think Tyler won that. Ryan lost. Oh, badly. So middle of the— Now would be the right time. So middle of the family dinner a week later with about 18 people. It's dark, and everyone's eating lobster, and Tyler looks across the table and goes, Ryan, now would be a good time. He just puts down his stuff, runs down the dock, jumps in the lake, and of course, Mrs. X looks at me and
2: goes, "What's wrong with him?" It's <laughs> <And laughs> hilarious. Did you come up dragging like a wet dog, all soaked? Oh yeah. I, I mean, like look, I need a change of clothes. And, and she says, "Shivering." Hoodie. I was in a hoodie. It was a bad time to be jumping <laughs> into the lake. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been in the water in Maine. I've got in-laws up there. Yeah. It's fucking freezing. Yeah, yeah. But in the course, middle of August, it's freezing. Yeah. She
3: looks at me and says, "What? Are you okay with that?" I'm like, "Yeah,
2: deals a deal." Mm-hmm. You know love that so the, other
3: love the thing sanctity they, of yeah. a deal the other thing they do that's well mr x is they play for what's called whatever's so if the winner every time every person you lose to you owe them a whatever okay and and so the guy who wins gets a whatever from everybody else and on down the line so what happens is anytime during vacation like if i say hey i need you to go load the truck we got to go to the dump kick and just go eh, and turn to the next guy and say you got this one for me because you pass on any deal okay. or any job to the next guy okay and the next guy can't fuss he just says okay so i gotta go do it it's a whatever so you you when you win <laughs> poker you get you get whatever's and pass them on to the other so they compete pretty hard for those that's fantastic
2: how how was uh how was quarantine for you guys you're all pent up together and Old man's not I, allowed to leave the house.
5: If I have to watch one more sports documentary and then halfway through have my dad pause it and go, "Well, let me tell you something about this,"
2: I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, he wanted to inject sidebar yeah, stories. I was of watching things, the
5: huh? Sammy Sosa McGuire 30 yes. 30 they had last night, and they just my dad just pops in goes, "Now that was a, an amazing race." And I'm just like, I'm just trying to watch the documentary, like just. And it was like, but let me tell you about that time when everyone was doing steroids and no one was doing it. What would like, you guys oh.
2: think of it? Because you're all too young to, you weren't even born in 98. I just thought it was bad. Yeah. You were I am the won. only
4: one who was like caught the end of the steroid era maybe a little bit. Like I first started watching baseball like 03, 04, so I caught like right. Manny Ramirez and A-Rod steroids, but that's a bit, yeah. X,
2: what would you think of the doc? I've yet I to seen, see it. I haven't seen it. Neither have I.
3: I, I, that was a phenomenal summer. You know, I know it all changed later, but that summer was pretty cool. As I said, that summer kind of brought baseball back.
2: You know, um, for those that say, well, steroids don't help you hit a fastball. They don't help you identify a curve. I'm like, well, then why hasn't anyone come close to 60 since? Yeah.
3: Well, there's a reason Brady Anderson was hitting 50.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you look at his year by years; it's like beep, 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 yeah. boink, 50, yeah. beep,
5: beep, beep, yeah. beep, yeah. Yeah. I remember I saw this somewhere. I think it was in some stand-up comedy special, but I 100% believe this, that every MLB (laughs) team should be allowed one One player to do as much steroids (laughs) as they want. Just so that you have one guy just walking up, holding a bat in one hand and crushing the ball a mile. I think it would be, like, baseball ratings would go... Through the roof.
2: <laughs> we had that. It was called Ken Caminiti. Look <laughs> him up. Remember the, that, Mr. X? Yes. These I think guys, he died, by the way, of yeah. an overdose. Bad These guys
3: deal. also had another good rule. Uh, I can't remember which one of you had it for ba- for the NBA this year. Maybe uh, you guys stole this. Whose idea was that for the
2: fans?
4: Those, the fan idea? Oh, yeah. I had the one idea one one. that each team should just, if they play with no fans, they should instead play with each team gets one elected super fan. <laughs>
2: right. Meaning that suits up? No, no, no oh,
4: it's oh, like fan. their fan. Oh! Like a or fan. Drake or oh.
2: get one fan only.
4: It doesn't have to be a celebrity. It could just be like, I don't know, the guy who wears the craziest outfit.
2: Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: What do you think, Andrew? I,
4: mean, I like the idea of just send Drake and Jack
6: Nicholson in like a <laughs> playoff series and have them watch him just like trash talk the whole time. <laughs> who, is,
2: who is the Wizards super fan? Do we even have That's one? That's why we're no good that's why we're no yeah, that's good. That's why we're no good, amongst other reasons.
4: Yeah. yeah. No, I think it starts with the super fan, and it works its way down. That's Wally. good. Wally.
5: Wally. Wally. Okay. Yeah. That's Wally probably is probably
2: it. our highest profile that's super fan. That's, that's sad, bad. isn't it? Yeah.
5: Like ten years ago. RG three. Rex where is
2: he? All right. What's next on the docket, Mister X?
3: Um, I was just going to tell you that uh, when you back to how they competed. They also can be pretty rough on each other. I'll never forget. Andrew was 15, and we were all playing golf up in Maine. Oh, he, didn't ha- he didn't have a particularly good outing. He's got that uh, baseball right field swing, which is not good on a That's golf generous. course. Can't keep it in play. Okay. We're on the seventh tee box, and Tyler says to him, you know, Andrew, you're fifteen anything you're this bad at in life you should never do again
2: oh jesus (laughs) and then he says
3: andrew kind of pouts and Tawa says seriously if you were this bad in school mom and dad would have pulled you out in fifth grade and sent you to mcdonald's as the youngest employee ever
2: that uh, is harsh. Oh, yeah. They, that they is harsh. All the time. Words it cannot <laughs>
3: describe how bad he is involved. So I was like, there's
4: just no reason for you to keep, like, you're not a kid anymore. Like, you're at the age where it's just time to do something else. Andrew, <laughs> you
2: have been tested by fire in your adolescence. You're going to do just fine in life because you had these three assholes above you <laughs> riding hurt on you. You've got to be better at something than the other guys. The no. youngest has, you, you have to have something an ace up your sleeve. What is it? Oh, he honest. can he can take him in basketball. Okay, right. who he can take
4: you? <laughs> I beat him
2: yesterday barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> barefoot. Okay,
6: okay, okay. I know, I Bobo back. To be fair him. to them, when it comes to golf, I don't think they're harsh enough. <laughs> okay, I, I look worse than Barkley. Maybe oh Jesus, <laughs> maybe not that bad. But no, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm about on par with Charles Barkley.
2: Okay, all, all right. it's well, not good. But you got a lifetime. It's a sport of a lifetime. It's well, an old know, man sport.
3: During the pandemic. You know, with all this stuff going on, one day I um, can't remember why, but I'm I'm big on the the hit-the-bus rule. So one day I was sitting there with just Andrew, and I said, you know, you hope that they remember the important lessons you teach them. So I said, Andrew, you know, Dad gets hit by the bus. You're going to remember the one lesson I taught you that was the most important thing, right? Mm -hmm. And he looks at me and goes, first step back on a line drive? (laughs) Like, (laughs) uh, no, that's not where I was going. But it's a good rule, but that's not where I was going. The hit-the-bus rule. I'm mean, like, you know. You That's know, a good one. I hope they if remember
2: I, something. If I get hit by a bus.
3: The right answer was supposed to be always do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. Simple. But he, all he remembered is first, first step, back. step back on the line drive.
2: I would say... Uh, my hit the bus, if I was Mr. X's son, would be, Uh-oh. remember the password to his offshore account. Because <laughs> there's probably some funds there that I could access. That or
3: take the points, don't lay the points.
2: Take the points. Uh-uh. What do you think of your dad's life theories about gambling?
3: I, it's it's still so crazy because
4: I only, like, I found out about this secret life about, yeah, as I said earlier, like when I was like 19 or 20. And I only found out about it because I started, like, doing it on my own. And then he caught me. And then he gave me, like, I guess, like, the birds and the bees, but for gambling. (laughs) He sat me down. He was like, if you're going to do this, you're going to do this right. And I was like, I thought I was in trouble. I wasn't in trouble. He's
3: discovered this new (laughs) field. <laughs>
4: like I'm like, "Really? How's it work?" I the first bet I ever placed was the Capitals to win the Stanley Cup and the fr- the fr- France, excuse me, to win the World Cup, and I was like, "This is super easy." I and, ne- and then it was all that And bad. that was, was the sense. year yeah. they both won. Yeah, yeah. and Now,
2: when did you put the caps bet? The start of the playoffs? Uh,
4: like I have a screenshot on my phone because it's like my it was- like my holiest moment of life. It was like February something. And uh-huh. what
2: did you bet? I- how much?
4: Yeah, not enough to matter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but just give me the number. I like, like to
4: know. Twenty dollars, maybe. That's fine. Yeah.
2: Everyone Counts. starts somewhere. You're yeah. bigger than Zay, bro. Already. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're a whale. Holy shit! Twenty dollars on a game. That's unbelievable. The the most I've ever bet is a thousand. Ask him about that
3: Stauskas. 000.
2: Yeah, Stauskas. Stauskas, Stauskas. <laughs> fucked me at the NCAA tournament so bad. Michigan was boat racing Tennessee, yeah. and then they just start playing like you know, like they were uh, like they were robots whose software had gone bad. And they're bad shot, bad shot. Here comes Tennessee, inching their way back. Finally, Stauskas, Canadian, he's got a chance to sink two free throws to push the spread to three. It's two and a half. Yeah, but he only hits ninety-two percent. Ninety-two percenter, <laughs> swish clang, loser. Uh, There's loser. your grand. But well, I got it, I got it back the next year. When Gonzaga beat UCLA and, and Steve Alford, Alford quit. Steve Alford pulled his starters with like a minute in the game, yeah. which is never done. Yeah. Co- only down eight. Yeah. I think I was laying five yeah. and a half and he's like, All right, boys, that's a that's a wrap and yeah. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, that I was mean, also if it one. makes
5: you feel better, Stauskis has done nothing in the NBA, so exactly. he kind of got it back for you. Right? right.
2: Fuck him. His yeah, career he, sucks. Yeah. So that's my ultimate revenge. Of course, he still made millions not doing anything in the NBA.
4: Yeah, my dad likes to teach me like good gambling lessons after the fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fake news. The best one I can think of is I remember because as I was like learning more and more through this, like you, like for big games, you see the list of props, and I remember for the Clemson Alabama title game like two years ago, one where Clemson just routed them. It was like plus 200 for neither team to score three times in a row. And I was like, what joke is this? These are even teams. The spread's three. No one's going to score three times in a row. And then Clemson scored five in a row in the second quarter. And he was like, don't ever take that <laughs> bet. It's, so it's a sucker bet. And I was like,
2: I didn't know. It looked so pretty. <laughs> you know? Gambling is now legal almost everywhere. And the district is rolling it out. Although Virginia's close. Did, right. Virginia's coming on board. We thought Virginia would never come on board because of the Bible Belt south of the state. And now they're <laughs> like, shit, we want that money. We're in. Maryland, same thing. Do you know, though, D.C. is charging 118 118 V8. What whores? They have Seriously.
3: Well, let me get this straight. So you think the D.C. government is messing something up? Hmm. Just like everything they touch. I right. I mean, they have no clue. I talked to the guy about that. I said, what are they doing? For those uh, that don't
2: know, by the yeah. way, the VIG is the percentage rake the house takes. So yeah. 110, it's an extra 10% you have to pay as a premium on your losses at, or take it out of the wins. whatever the case. They get their chunk one way or the other. And the standard is one ten minus one ten. Yeah. DC has said, "Oh, we're going to make it minus one
3: Never heard of that. It's, and and, it's and run it's, by the lottery.
2: It's run by the lottery, and of course they're they're greedy about it. The problem is they're going to have to compete with other offshore accounts and neighboring states that will offer minus one ten. Well, so that, I don't know how it's going to work. What's
3: going to happen is you're talking about they wanted, they decided they wanted no risk. And a bigger percent of the pie, so they're going to take a big percent of a tiny pie, instead of having the sense to take a smaller
2: percent and the, of a huge pie. And the tiny pie is a bunch of novices that have no or, other options,
3: don't no, know what to do, right. want to say, "Oh, look what I did," and bet twenty bucks here and there, and on their app, with no other no other resource. They may not be wrong, and they'll win a percent of it. But it's the classic, they're going to take 18% of a tiny pie instead of 10% of uh, 50 pies. I feel like okay. you're just calling out Tyler yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I probably am.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, don't it, worry. It, We've been with Murray in <laughs> Vegas betting literally oh 5 God. and $10. And sweating it. Yeah, and sweating it. Yeah. But as long as you've got enough juice to sweat a game, now you're in the fun you zone. Remember what
3: I told him? That was, the, that was the day I met him, and we were on opposite sides of the Louisville-Kentucky game, and he was dying on every call and this and that because he was on the opposite side from me. And finally I looked over and I said, Tim, what, what do you got? And he, he had a $20 ticket, and I said, I'll
2: give you 40 if you go watch it over there. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're, you're bothering me, kid. I'll, I'll pay it as a winner. If you need the 20 here. I'll pay it as a winner. Just leave. Get out remember, of my sight.
4: I remember we had a similar moment to that on the Super Bowl this year because I was on the Chiefs and yeah. you were on the Niners and I was all excited and he and he kind of later was like Go the away. family is losing. <laughs> just because you're winning and I'm losing, It's not we're not one and one. Because <laughs> so yeah, I was getting really excited, especially. He was invoking um,
2: family finances. Yeah. Hey, yeah. stop rooting so hard. The family is going to end just, up on the wrong side like, of it. Yeah. One you know, and one is right. not even. The other thing I know I you remember- got to go to work, so I don't want to take you too long. It is 1245 right now. Do you have Man. five
3: more minutes? i got one for you. Yeah, okay. you're good. Right? Five yeah, more I minutes. Go ahead. I always remember uh, when X1 was a senior in high school. They were in the same because they were senior and junior, so it was the first time ever they took the same class. It was AP Econ, and they were both in the same class. And the first test, they came home and I said, "How did the test go?" And X two got a sixty one, and that's bad. X one because I got sixty five, and he's celebrating
4: <laughs> because he beat him. That's real. And I had to
3: explain beating each other is not the goal here. Right, D's are not good. <laughs> And I mean, he was excited that he beat him sixty five sixty one. But I mean, they both rebounded and got A's. But the first test, he was he would rather beat his brother than get an A.
2: What did you graduate from at JMU with, Tyler? Degree, A degree. <laughs> in what?
3: Economics. And okay. Uh, Minor in political
2: science. Okay, so, good. Yeah. What do you want to do?
4: Well, currently, right now, well, I don't know uh Good i don't really job. know exactly
2: yeah he's well, working i'm working do right now yeah okay all right uh, he was lucky out.
3: man he, uh, yeah i got really lucky with say, I, don't know, I, I don't know if i told you this he, he got the offer in february they wanted him to start in mid-march and he asked to start one week later because he wanted to watch march
2: madness <laughs> that's hilarious and then, they said, okay.
4: well, and then is, it did okay well now got canceled well, now this is public and now they're, they're, they're gonna Shit. hear me
3: whoops <laughs> now
4: well, let's know,
2: talk about where ryan what about you what are you studying down there at cnu
4: uh currently i'm
5: a marketing major down there uh x2 or tyler over here has been telling me to switch to finance because he yes. thinks marketing is literally just finance but smaller i guess no nah, it's just
2: bullshit
4: pointless yeah anything yeah. you anything you can do with fi- any job or if you get a finance degree any marketing job you can still get like you can't yeah. get a marketing degree and get the yeah, finance here's job. marketing
2: oh, why don't we get a direct database why don't we email people why don't we use social media why don't we buy advertising okay your marketing is done good job everybody all right, well, and, and what and, about you, Andrew? Well, he's got, what
5: he's is, also got
3: two minors.
2: Oh, in
5: uh, leadership studies and potentially theater as well. Ooh, theater? Yeah, yeah, I'm my mom's saving grace. I'm the one kid that did theater in high school.
2: Okay, dude, seriously, you got to meet my daughter, Megan. He's is already it,
5: invited her to the first she's, fraternity party. That I is know, not she's, true. She's, I want to <laughs> <laughs> just make that public right now. That she, is not true. She
2: is uh, she is into theater, and my wife and I have encouraged her to continue doing that in some capacity at CNU. So you would be a great contact point. I think you would be, think that, the, wouldn't you? You the, would think <laughs>
5: that. I mean, the Ferguson Center at CNU is honestly amazing. It's we pull like amazing like uh, musicians to come perform cool. because of how amazing like the acoustics are. So it's great for themes. All
2: right, and cool. Station. And Andrew, what are you going to be doing at Virginia Tech? Social uh,
3: distancing. <laughs> yeah,
6: <laughs> that sure. Um, but well, I'm, I'm going to be a business major. I mean, that's about as far as I got.
2: Cool. with it. Was Virginia Tech your first choice? Yes. And who else was close? Anybody?
6: I got I mean <laughs> JMU and CNU, but then I realized have to be with have to actually go to school with that guy, which is okay. a big minus. Right. And then we'll go to his alma mater. So yeah. I, I hear pushed. I, pushed I hear hard. Virginia
2: Tech is awesome yeah. for those that go there. Have you been? No. Okay. Once. All right. Freshman year. You sound unimpressed. Never again. Now I went you to got Virginia. I know. Come look on. at this. Virginia, JMU, CNU. Virginia Tech yeah. and JMU for X one who's not in the van. No, area. he
3: was a CNU dude. Oh, CNU, CNU thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: so yeah. two CNUs. I mean, you guys have hit for. Exactly. I mean, except for I'm, William and Mary, Who, who'd you not hit? Yeah, Richmond, VMI.
3: No, and Mrs. X was a George uh, Mason, Virginia. Yeah.
2: Also, Mason would so. be another one as yeah. well. Okay, yeah. we've covered them. All right, so just not uh, a good state schools, luckily. All right. In conclusion, boys, what is the number one thing about sports that you love? the most can be anything can be playing can be watching wow. the athletes the coaches the drama the gambling the stadiums the atmosphere the experience what wow. do you think
4: let's do the toughest question on last
3: uh, don't say cheerleaders
2: <laughs> well, cheerleaders are fine as well
5: hey, uh, i can go first if you. Guys all right go to ahead jump
2: jump in ryan while uh, your boy me, tyler is thinking The
5: fact that sports are something that everyone seems to like that like no matter what's going on the nba finals comes on and the world stops for a bit to focus on a major sporting event it amazes me how sports players and events can pull people together like how much like kobe bryant has pulled the world together that like the loss of kobe bryant just crippled the nation and like the world i would say
2: the way that sports is a common language yes that's a That we all speak it. We speak sports. Even if you're not a super fan of sports, it's something that brings you together.
5: Apparently you speak it a little better than I do, but yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) is what I do for a living. That is the one rule we
3: have in our house that I've put down is no NBA talk during dinner. I can't take it. I can't take (laughs) it. Is it it? too much? Oh, God. They never stop. Andrew, what about
2: you? What do you love most about sports?
3: I'm just here so I don't get (laughs) fined.
2: There you go. Marshawn Lynch. means you like the characters of sports because Marshawn was a character. Okay, finally, Tyler, it's you.
4: Yeah, uh well, I don't have a super cliche one like Ryan, but uh I I would just say it's like it's the experience like when you do it with uh like when you do it with your friends like the mo- I, my dad told you this earlier I think that the most fun I've ever had at a sporting event was going to the DC Defenders game home opener. <sighs> no way, you went to that. I man. went to their home opener and I beer had a beer
2: snake. Beer snake. Doing the snake. beer snake
4: and they had God, like $5 so beers great. with a bunch of my best friends from school and I had one of the most fun days. Of my- it's so uh, you know it's when you do with shared with experience shared experience right. yeah that's good i went to i went to the george mason uh UConn elite eight game when i was a kid with a good family friend of ours and that was experience i'll crazy. never forget watching george mason win that game
2: mr x it. as a fellow old head i would say for me the thing about sports is you can't fucking make it up yeah it is the ultimate reality show that is unscripted and you and i are old enough yeah. to have seen enough stuff crazy shit amazing shit i mean the Nats run last year to the world series you can't make that up, and that's the allure of sports.
3: But if he'd asked me, I would just say it's 11.
2: <laughs> it's 11. <a living. laughs> all right. That'll be a wrap, boys. Thanks. Good job. Thank well you for done. Us. All right. Now, what are you going to do the rest of the day? Go
3: back to sleep. Two back to bed. <laughs> back to sleep. Two back yeah. to bed and one right. back to work.
2: That was a fun time in the van, and I say this with all sincerity. Many people think I'm incapable of sincerity. Not true. Goddamn Mr. X did a great job of raising those boys. He really did. I mean, that you can't do much better than that. Smart kids, well-adjusted kids, play sports, go into college, are going to do great in life. And didn't kill each other along the way, which it sounds like they tried to at various junctures. So even though Mr. X may come off as like, who's this guy? If you met Mr. X in Vegas, you're sort of like, okay. Quasi-professional gambler and... Here's how he looks, and he likes a beer or two. No, he did a great job raising those boys, and those boys have done a good job of their own. Finally, there's this. I get a letter from one Witt Lining Systems of Claremore, Oklahoma. We can line anything. Mr. Steed Zaban, spelled Z-A-B-A-N, Zabcast, that's Z-A-B-E-E, Z-A-B-E, cast, no C there. Dear Steed, I am following up on our conversation last August with regards to the naming rights of your basement. For consideration, please find enclosed one corporate logo T-shirt, size small. Henceforth, your basement and all associated areas shall be referred to as the Wit Lining Systems Entertainment Complex at Solly Station. All signage and signage maintenance shall be provided at no cost to the corporation. I have enclosed three corporate logo pens in exchange for a corporate logo wrap of the Mobile Strike van slash studio. Henceforth, said van shall be referred to as the WIT Lining Systems Mobile Strike Studio. Wrapping of said van shall be provided at no cost to the corporation. Directors of the corporation shall reserve the right to take the van for a joyride at their discretion at no cost to the corporation. On behalf of WIT Lining Systems, we thank you for this opportunity to partner with the 97th-ranked voice in the Talkers.com 2019 Sports Talk Heavy 100. Together, the sky is the limit. Best regards, WIT Lining Systems, Andrew S. Hotchkeys president. <laughs> he also sent me a bottle of bourbon, some Dickel rye, which will help seal the deal. I can't promise all of that, sir, at no cost to you, but I'll see what we can do. I know Andrew. Andrew and his lovely wife, Michelle, came on the trip to South Africa. Michelle is a huge camera fanatic as I am, had a better camera than me, had the brand new Sony AR3, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so jealous. The big old 200 mil lens, got some great shots of wildlife. Anyway, uh, they were uh, fantastic guests and good people, and I want to get out to Oklahoma to meet him. and uh, yeah, his company, WIT Lining Systems, they do big vinyl linings of tanks and I guess a bunch of different things, because, well, he says... We can line anything. All right, then. Witliners.com. W-I-T-T-L-I-N-E-R-S. Very funny. Thank you, Andrew. You are the best. That'll be a wrap for today. Thanks for downloading. Keep your head up amongst all the madness. You and I will live our lives fully without fear and press ahead, despite the fact that, well, there's nuttiness all around. Don't forget, we've changed to Red Circle. Please subscribe over there. Cancel Libsyn. We're off of that platform by the end of the month. You'll get 12 months for the price of 11 if you sign up for the yearly. Best of all, you'll get your Zabecast delivered to any platform you like, with a couple of exceptions. If you still want to go month to month, no problem there. They have that option as well. Quality content worth paying a fair price for, and we appreciate it. I appreciate it here, to be sure. Rate and review, so our algorithms smile upon us. And go have a great Wednesday and we will see you tomorrow. Can't stand the
0: heat another mile. Let's drop a quarter in the meat and hit the sideboard for a while. I'll have a burger and a root beer. You feed the heaps of molded gray. A shot of premium.
1: Hear that?